Yeah, we're good. We're just, Lynn, you could pray for Linda. She's got some back stiffness in her back. She put on one of those patches and had to take some arthritis medicine. Um, but just be in agreement with us that by his stripes, she is set free. So uh, let's start. Let's go to Matthew chapter 5. And today, um, we're going to talk about what are the scriptures that Yeshua is referring to when he refers to the scriptures. And um, we'll see that in Luke 24, we'll go there next, verse 27 and then verse 32, but let's read Matthew 5 and 17. It says, Think not that I've come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill, and that word fulfill means to accomplish or to take the law to another level. And when you think about it with the word, take it to another level, that would line up when you read the rest of the chapter in places when Yahshua said, you know, the law says, for example, you, shall not, you should not commit adultery. And then he says, but I say unto you, if you look at one, you've already committed it. So each time in this chapter that he quotes the Torah or the law says, he then takes it to another level. So this is revealing to us that he did not come to put a stop to the Torah, but he came to take it to another level, another level of obedience for you and I. And then it says in verse 18, For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law or from the Torah. So this clearly reveals to us that until the heaven and the earth that we now know pass away and at some point this heaven or the heavens above us and this earth is going to pass away. But until that time we know that the Torah, the law, Yah's instructions is still for us to today. And then in verse 19 it says, Whoever therefore shall break one of the least of these commandments and shall teach men, so he shall be called the least in the kingdom. 
And that reveals to us people that teach you or they live themselves with this mindset that the law has passed away and you don't need to be obedient to any of the scriptures. All you need to do is have faith in the Messiah. Yahshua said this person would be called least in the kingdom. Now something that always puzzles me when I read this is he said they will be called least in the kingdom. It doesn't say that they won't be part of the kingdom, but he said they will be least in the kingdom. So that's something to uh, keep in mind that just because somebody doesn't love Torah, keep Torah, um, love his name, keep his Sabbath, doesn't necessarily mean that they're not part of his kingdom. That's just something to feed on, think about, research, because other verses basically say if you don't obey Yah's laws and commandments, you are lawless and that he will reject you. So, you know, it's, it's, it's like a two-sided coin. But anyways, that's not what we want to talk about. So let's go. Any questions on that so far? Or any thoughts? Anybody want to share anything? I, I, I do. Okay, go ahead. Okay, keep going. Oh, me? Yeah. No, that was just my question. Well, that makes sense that you have to go through the gates before you enter into the kingdom. Um, so that, that's a good point. I would agree with that, yes. Yeah. All right, Luke 24 and 27. The more, the more you guys want to impart into things, you know, please feel free um, to share whatever you might be thinking or questions you might have, so on and so forth. But in Luke 24, verse 27, this is, the, this is the context of this teaching. And this is where, when I read this, this is when I thought of the title, What Are the Scriptures Yeshua is Referring to? Uh, verse 27, beginning at Moses and all the prophets, now, you know this passage where he's walking with two men after his resurrection, and he shared with them, he asked them, haven't you heard about the Messiah, what the prophets have said concerning the Messiah? And, um, you know, not, not the Messiah to have suffered these things. And then he says, and beginning at Moses, so that would reference the Torah, 
and all the prophets, he expounded unto them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. So, in my line of thinking, the scriptures that Yahshua is referring to as the scriptures is the Torah and the prophets. Okay? Now, I know most of us know this, but for those that might be listening later on, they may not know this, that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John had not been written yet. Book of Acts, Romans, Corinthians, Thessalonians, James, um, Hebrews, Revelation, so on and so forth. None of that had been written yet. It did not exist. So when Yahshua said that he expounded unto them all the scriptures, the things concerning himself, he was referring to as the scriptures, the prophets, and the Torah. All right? Now, if you look in verse 32, it says, And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us by the way and while he opened to us the scriptures? So, again, he is referring to the Torah and the prophets. Now you can include in the Psalms in that because those are usually the three things. Go to Matthew 21, please. Those are usually the three things, the three um when Yahshua quoted anything, remember when he quoted in Matthew 4 and Luke 4, when the enemy was tempting him, he quoted the Torah to the enemy and through the power of the Torah, the power of the written word, he was able to resist the lies, the deceptions, and the temptation that Satan was bringing. Well, in one of those temptations, he quoted Psalm 91. Actually, Satan quoted Psalm 91. And so, Psalms, when you look at Paul's writings, um, Yahshua's writings, Peter's writings, there are times they will refer to the book of Psalms. So we can include Psalms, the prophets, and the Torah in this. But in Matthew 21, verse 42, it says, Yahshua said unto them, Did you never read in the Scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected. 
Um, and again, he is quoting Psalm 118, verses 22 and 23. So right here, Yahshua is referring to the scriptures and he's quoting something from the book of Psalms. So what that tells me, and we're going to see this as we go through this study, that the scriptures that Yahshua refers to, emphasizes, is either Psalms, the Torah, or the prophets. And what this reveals to us is that that has to be our foundation. It's almost like, and I hate to say this, but it's almost like Psalms, the Torah, and the prophets are number one and probably 90 to 95% of what we read in what's called the New Testament is quoted from the Psalms, the Torah, or the Prophets. So what that reveals to me is that the Psalms, the Prophets, and the Torah is primary, and what is written in the New Testament is secondary. Almost kind of like it doesn't have the same empowerment, the same whatever, because the Psalms, the Torah, and the Prophets were written originally. The other thing to think about and I didn't look up the scripture on this, but when, when Moses was up on the mountain with Yah, it was Yah's finger and Yah communicating to Moses directly what his Torah was. The New Testament is just people writing things that they remembered and saw, like Matthew wrote his experiences with Yeshua, Mark the same, John the same, Luke the same, when they wrote about Paul and Peter and James and all them, they were writing not a thus saith Yahweh, but they were writing about what they learned, about what they understood, they were writing about what they had seen. They were writing, they were testifying, they were prophesying. Um, but it did not carry the same weight, in my opinion, as to the prophets. The prophets heard directly from Yahweh. Moses heard directly Actually, it was from Yeshua, because it was Yeshua, Yahshua, that appeared to Moses up on the mountain. But 
nonetheless, um, in my view, the emphasis in our life has to be the Torah. Um, go to 1 Corinthians in chapter 3 and this teaching is just to get us thinking that when we there's a scripture in Romans 10:17 and we heard this especially if you were in any charismatic pentecostal faith circles you heard this all the time faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word remember hearing that scripture and what was implied to us is the more teaching that we heard, the more um, we spoke the word, the more we read the word, the more, and when they said the word, they, they were referring to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Acts, Thessalonians, so on and so forth. They were not referring to the Torah. But now, Corinth was a city that was dominated by paganism. And the converts were just being transferred out of darkness into light. And they were just learning about Yahweh's laws and commandments what was expected of them, how they were to live their life. And so when Paul is teaching here, as well as to the Romans, which was pagan, obviously, when he said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, the only word that existed at that time was the Torah, the Psalms, and the prophets. He was not referring to what Yeshua said because it had not been written yet. He was not referring to what Peter might have written because it hadn't been written yet. He was referring that faith comes the more you hear the Torah, the more you obey the Torah, the more you listen to the Torah, faith will come. And that is why um, we need to focus in on our primary source of information and spiritual edification and correction is the Torah. In, I think it's 2 Timothy 3.16, it's either 2 Timothy or, or 1 Timothy, it says that all scriptures are profitable for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. And again, when Paul wrote that to Timothy, the only scriptures that they had, and the only scriptures that are quote-unquote scriptures, was Psalms, the prophets, and um, the Torah all the things that Moses wrote. So 
if someone says, you know, all you need to do is, you know, like I remember if you're going through um, health issues, financial issues, marital issues, they would tell you, get out your teachings on those subjects and just feed yourself what the scripture says on those subjects. And that's partly accurate. But what they didn't take you to was the commandments in the Torah of what Yahweh said that we needed to live by produces a benefit. And that benefit would be health in your body, a sound marriage, so on and so forth. So in, in um, 1 Corinthians... Um, chapter 3. Um, the scripture where yeah, there's the commandments to the singer is Deuteronomy 9.10. Yeah, and he said the, the scripture that Yad wrote with his fingers uh, is Deuteronomy 9.10. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, you can start reading in verse 4. It says, For when one may say, Truly I am of Paul, and another I am of Apollos, are you not worldly? Then it says, you know, who is Paul? Then it says, I planted, Apollos watered, but Elohim gave the increase. Um, then it says, So then neither he who plants nor he who waters deserves the credit, but Elohim gives the increase. But look in verse 10. According to the grace of Elohim given to me as a wise master builder, I laid a foundation. But another builds on it. So what was the foundation in which Paul was laying? The only foundation that he could be laying, and that is Psalms, the Torah, or the prophets. So when Paul was laying the foundation for the body of Messiah for these believers that were coming out of pagan Corinth. He was instructing them and teaching them about the laws and commandments that came that comes out of Torah. So that's something to think about. Now in Matthew 22 verse 29. Matthew 22, verse 29, it says, You do err, not knowing the Scriptures, nor the power of Yah. So he was teaching them that they were applying the Scriptures, and again, those Scriptures 
he was referring to was Psalms, Prophets, and the Torah. And then in verse 50, uh, chapter 26, verse 56, and I just want you to see out of the rest of these scriptures that when the scripture talks about the scriptures, it's talking about Psalms, Prophets, or the or the Torah. And it says, All this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled in referencing Yeshua's death, burial, and resurrection. He said, All this was done that the scriptures of the prophets. So, the biblical prophets had a level that no other prophet today even comes close to, or someone that has a prophetic anointing. And again, all these things were done to fulfill the scriptures of the prophets. And again, that just speaks to me that the prophets are part of what Yahshua called the scriptures. Now, in Acts chapter 17, and verse 2, Acts 17, and verse 2, it says, And Paul as his manner was, or as his custom was, went into, in unto them, and for three Sabbath days reasoned them, or with them, out of the Scriptures. So, again, what were the Scriptures that Paul was reasoning with them out of. It was the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms. And in verse 11 it says, and this is about the Bereans, after they heard what Paul taught, says they searched the scriptures daily whether these things are so. Acts 17 and yeah. verse 11. 11 okay. So, and again, that tells us, first of all, he's, he's basically saying that they searched the Torah, they searched the book of Psalms, they searched what the prophets said daily, whether these things were so. So that also tells me that we need to search the Psalms, the Prophets, and the Torah concerning any subject. And if someone teaches on whatever, say they're teaching on walking in love and forgiveness. If you don't find that in the Torah or in the, the 
prophets and in the Psalms, then you just put it on the shelf because there's a good chance it's not accurate. So we also need, when someone shares something with us, or we share something with people, like on the Sabbath, tell them, don't take our word for it. Research the scriptures and research what was written in the beginning. Research what Yahweh said. So on and so forth. And then you should see, like, for example, on the Sabbath, if they, if Yahshua lived that way and kept them, then we should. If in the book of Acts, if the first believers lived that way and kept the feast, kept the Sabbath, so on and so forth, then we should also. Um, another verse, Acts 18 and verse 24 and 28. Acts 18, verse 24 and 28. In 24 it says, A certain Jew named Apollos, and then it says, He was mighty in the Scriptures. And we know that he was mighty or understood very clearly what the Torah said, what Psalms said, and what the prophets said. Because those were the only scriptures that they had, and that's what they referred to as the scriptures. And that's what you and I need to focus in on concerning those are the scriptures. It's not to say other things aren't scripturally based, but you will find other books, whether it's in the Old Testament or the New Testament, they will line up with those foundational scriptures. Um, in verse 28 it says, He mightily convinced the Jews publicly showing them by the scriptures, Yahshua was Messiah. And this is a good point, that when you're witnessing to people, sharing things with people, whether it's on Facebook, social media, at work, family, show them what the scripture says. You know, um, you know, like, I mean, today obviously is December 25th, and the world is celebrating um, one of its pagan holidays. It's just not enough to reveal to them that that is pagan, but we need to reveal to them what the Scripture says about it and, and what the Scripture doesn't say about it. Like everything that the world participates in as far as quote-unquote holy days or holidays is not found written anywhere in the scripture, like Halloween. Can't find that anywhere, right? You can't find Christmas, 
Same way, New Year's celebrations, New Year's Eve. That's just as pagan. Um, that's celebrating and honoring the pagan god called Janus, which is where we get the name January from. And so we should not be participating in any of that. Same way with Easter um, and, you know, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day. You know, we need to not just say those are pagan, but we need to show them what the scripture says. And just as importantly, we might need to ask them in the conversation, well, you're a believer, right? And they'll say yes. Show me the scripture in which you are standing on where you are celebrating or participating in this holiday. And see, there is none. And so, it's going to, I mean, it may not change them. It may not change their thinking, at least not right away. But um, it eventually will bring clarity to them, and then they have a choice. They have a choice to obey or disobey. All right, just a couple more verses, and then we'll close. Uh, Romans chapter 1 and verse 2. Romans. Well, I'm beginning to close. Okay, it says, Romans chapter 1. We'll start in verse 1. Paul, a servant of Yahshua, Messiah, called to be an apostle, separated unto the good news of Elohim, which he had promised afore by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. So it says here, and I would take that this is Yahweh speaking, that Yahweh promised by his prophets, in the Holy Scriptures, then it says, concerning his son, Yahshua, Messiah, our master, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of Yahweh, with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. So the, 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 thing, the only thing I wanted to reveal is that it said that he had promised before by his prophets in the scriptures. So it was the prophets that prophesied over the years about the coming Messiah. And again, it reveals to us what Yahshua and what Yah refers to as the scriptures. And then in chapter 16 of Romans, 
and verse number 26. So, at the beginning, I proposed a question. What are the scriptures Yahshua is referring to? And I believe it's... And, and so we clearly understand what are the scriptures. The scriptures, first of all, is the Torah. Second of all, is the prophets. And third of all, is the book of Psalms. And again, I'm not saying that anything else isn't important or isn't scripture. But Psalms, the prophets, and the Torah was all that Israel needed for how many thousands of years to live. And when we read what is called the New Testament, they are constantly quoting and referring to the Torah, the Prophets, and the Psalms. There are very few things that came about in the New Testament that did not exist in the original Torah or Prophets. Um, verse 26 of Romans 16 says, But now is made manifest, by the scriptures, huh? Oh, sorry, verse 25. But now is made manifest by the scriptures of the prophets according to the commandment of the everlasting Elohim. So again, we see a connection between the prophets and the Torah. Now one thing, you know, back in the 90s, there was something that came out called the prophetic anointing and prophets began to arise and come forth and many of those prophets had a mindset that they were almost equal to Jeremiah, Zechariah, Isaiah, so on and so forth. That if they said whatever it is that they might have said, then, you know, you need to believe it just like if you read something by Jeremiah or the prophets or Isaiah, whatever, that you would take that as the word of Elohim. Now, they didn't use the word Elohim, but nonetheless, and that is so far from the truth that there is nobody outside of... Yahshua said that John the Baptist was greater than all the prophets. So there is nobody outside of the biblical prophets, nobody that walks the face of the earth that can be put 
on the same level as the biblical prophets. And so if anybody comes across your path or you come across their teaching and they say, I'm a prophet, you need to obey me just like if you read in, in uh, Isaiah whatever that you would obey that scripture. No. As soon as someone would say that, you know that they're off in uh, left field along with the uh, Oakland Raiders. Wow. Had to throw that in there. I, I'm, not, I'm not harassed Yenny today at all, so. Really? Well, I'm not harassed her on this teaching. Oh, I was going to say. I was harassing her as soon as she walked in the door, but nonetheless. So, hopefully you receive something from this teaching. Um, and basically, it, the foundation is that the scriptures that existed... In Yahshua's day, in Paul's day, in Peter's day, we understand that it was the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms. And that when we read anything that says meditate in the Word day and night, speak the Word, um, love the Word, Whenever he uses the word, word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, uh, prophesy the word. It is referring to not what is in the New Testament, but what is in the Torah and the Psalms and the prophets. So, Father, we just thank you for this teaching. We thank you for this word. And Father, help us to understand what you are saying through this. And Father, we just look to your laws, your instructions, your commandments, your Torah to live by and to be the guide for our lifestyle. And Father, any way that we have failed to obey your instructions, we ask you to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And we bless you, we honor you, and we worship you for who you are. And before I sign off on the podcast, if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us at YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com or you can connect with us on Facebook or any other social apps. Until next time, Yah bless you. Yah make His face shine upon you. Yah make a way for you where there seems to be no way. And that Yah would prosper you and that you would be in health even as your soul prospers. Mm -hmm. And that you would grow and increase in the knowledge and in understanding concerning Yah's scriptures, Yah's laws and commandments.